0: Handshakes, hugs, I'm spreading them, love, every day we wake is a blessing, so let's minimize our stressing, it's episode 4 of the Jones.com podcast, welcome, 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 that's the new intro, that intro gonna be on every single episode, I mean, if you like it, cool, if you don't like it, that's that's cool too. Like I'm I'm sticking with it. I got it from Riff Raff, uh well not the whole thing, but just the handshake sales part came from the Riff Raff Freestyle on Sway. One of the best freestyles ever. If you ain't never heard it, go check that out. We got a uh, a long episode today, so I'm gonna try to put in a lot of timestamps. stamps. I've noticed that on um, the first take, if you go to the first take podcast is it first take no it's undisputed if you go to the undisputed podcast with skip and shannon they have timestamps under the uh link so you can skip to those times if you want to hear um, each particular topic so yeah that's what uh i'm going to start doing in every single episode that's great first we, let's get some shout outs here let's uh shout out blank canvas go follow her on youtube not follow, subscribe, you get what I'm saying. Uh, go search Blank Canvas on YouTube. You should see a light-skinned shorty with like a big fro. Yeah, go follow her. Go check out um, PerfectlyKyla.com I believe. I think that's the uh, website. And that's a blog. Go check that uh, out. Perfectly Kyla. That's K-Y-L-A. .com. Go check that blog out. Also, go check out Kashia Verse. Was it Berse? Verse. I, I'm bad with words, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Kashia, k a s h i a v e r s a B-E-R-S-A-E.com. Yes, kashiaverse.com Go check that out. Um, that's another blog site that you should read. And uh, who else are we shouting out today? Go oh, shout out Mir. If you got uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, wherever you at, whatever you listen to your music to, go listen to MYR, Mir, Perfect Balances. That is the name of the album. It's dope. It's his debut album. I think he should be dropping something soon in January. Don't quote me on that. And um, he's gonna. I'm going to get him on the show. We're going to uh, talk about it. Uh, we're going to do a release episode for him interview so yeah go um go listen to that as well uh if you want to get shouted out just uh hit me up text me and uh, i will shout you out no problem okay so let's get into the episode uh first we're gonna be talking about video games uh let's just get that out of the way because i know a lot of you really don't care about that and that's not gonna be a long topic it's um an ea topic so if you like I said, I'm going to have timestamps, so if you want to skip past this, then you can skip past this, you know? You know? All right, cool. So if you haven't heard, um, there's been an article released about how Madden does their rating system. Now, if you're a video game or sports fanatic, the biggest question, look, the biggest debate that we have every year is when these games come out is how did these players get these overalls? How are you saying who's better than who, blah, 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 So ideally we would think it's based off analytics and advanced statistics and things like that. It's just a numbers game since we're rating players based off numbers in different categories. No, it's it's not based off of that at all. Sorry to uh, tell you. Okay, so there's a group of EA employees. I think they work for the Madden team. I can't confirm that. There's a group of EA employees. And EA sends them out to games. So there's uh, players, well, not players, but EA employees at every single game. They're flown out to each place. Uh, Everything's paid for. And it's a volunteer job. Like, they don't get paid for this. It's a volunteer job to get these ratings done. And they sit there and watch the games. And they come up with ratings based off of what they see in the games. I can't make this up. So it's like an everyday Joe that's not very proficient in football at all. It's an everyday Joe. They come up and um, they just watch the games and they just rate based off what they see. So if I'm watching Aaron Rodgers and I'm like, "Oh, that looks like an 83 speed. He ain't faster than this guy, but I don't know about an 83." And, and, and that's literally how they come up with the overalls like it's, it's it's not based off statistics it's not based off anything that they do out act, like actually out there on the field it's it's based off number like um the i test and that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard like i believe they should um it like why why not use numbers like most mostly everybody who every every other game if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this either, but uh, every other game, I believe they actually have a, a dedicated team of employees uh, or an, an employee who looks at like uh, a a database of numbers and analytics and statistics to come up with the overalls to make the game as accurate as possible. But when it comes to Madden, you, you just have like an everyday Joe volunteer and say, hey. Can I, can I do the ratings? I can? All right. And you just send them to the games and he just enjoy our free games and coming up with ratings, which is why if you play Madden, you will, you will question a lot of the overalls because a lot of them don't make sense. A lot of them just BS ratings. And now, now that I realize that it's like very annoying. And that's another reason I really don't like Madden. It's just, a lot of it just doesn't make sense. And the more information that they release, we get like news like this. And so, yeah, um, that's really about it. Uh, if you if you play two K, then you know that they 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 do theirs based off of analytics and numbers, but you see it's some bias like there's is bias too. There's this bias too because for the longest LeBron had the highest Well probably still. his defensive rating is super duper high. And that's just Highly unexplainable, because uh, the past three, four years, LeBron has not been playing defense. I understand he's one of the best players in the game, but on 2K, he's damn near perfect, and I'm just not a big fan of that. So, no, don't know. Maybe I'm just complaining about too, too much about these sports games, but I feel like if I put my money into these games, I have the right to complain about what I'm paying for. I, I think that's just only fair. So, yeah, that's about it. Oh, uh, I meant to tell you that today we're playing Skate 3. And since we're on the topic of EA, why haven't we gotten another skate game? I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Skate uh, series, but uh, it replaced Tony Hawk. It didn't replace Tony Hawk, but it is, as in the skateboarding franchise, it replaced Tony Hawk because Tony Hawk was the best game growing up for all of us. I'm pretty sure all you played Tony Hawk Pro Skater growing growing up on your video games, like your PlayStation 2s. And so, Skate came out around 06, 07, and it just revolutionized skateboarding. It made it too, so realistic. And so since when that came out, everybody was like, okay, yeah, Tony Hawk, the arcadiness, Now nah, we're not here for that. We want a, a more realistic skating game because that's what we rather play. And so, EA came out with three installments of Skate. And it just disappeared. And the sad part is, EA has been giving us tons of other games that nobody asked for. We got two Plants vs. Zombies. We got a Peggle. I think we got a Peggle too. Uh, We got Battlefield Hardline. We keep getting Need for Speed games that, once again, nobody's playing. Uh, We had... what, What else did we get? We got Burnout Remastered. We got... Oh my God, EA yeah, just gave us so many just bad games, but we can't get another skate. We can't get a Skate 4. And if you if you um go to their Instagram page, you'll see that Skate 4 is a uh, one of the things that people are asking for in every single post. Like you can go back about three, two, three years and just go on any post, or you can go to the latest post and just look at the comic section and it says skate for. So if years of consistency and years of fans wanting this game has not really told them that this is what fans and consumers want, then I don't understand what they're doing in those headquarter meetings. They have no intention of giving us a brand new skate game, which is highly annoying. But I just really wish we got a new skate game. I, I honestly don't know what EA's thinking up there. Like they, I don't know, if they go out of business, it won't surprise me because of the stupid things that they do, and I just feel like these companies don't listen to uh, consumers. I don't even like. Sometimes you think it's a money thing why they don't listen to consumers, like Apple and not giving us headphone jacks back because everybody said that was a dumb idea, and then all other phone companies followed with it. Like we nobody nobody agrees to the lack of a headphone jack, but the thing is. Um, it makes them more money because now you have to buy the other product, uh, uh, b- b- other products like AirPods or um, the adapter for the headphone jack or whatever. So, yeah, it makes them more money. But when it, in this sense, when it comes to EA, it doesn't make sense because they're putting out products that no one wants. So nobody's buying them. So they're wasting time, money and resources on things that won't bring them a profit versus a game like Skate, which will definitely sell tons of copies in the first week, if they do it right. It's not hard to get a skate game wrong. I feel like Skate 3 was done pretty badly, but like people still play it because it's the last skate game that we got and it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. So uh, we're able to still play it. They, they This is what upsets me. Round E3 time, they cut the servers back on so we could play online. And so E3 is the big video game convention where they announce new games and ideas that are coming in the near future, or sometimes maybe in near future, the far future, but just games that they're working on for us to look out for. And so around that time, EA cut the servers back on. So we thinking we're gonna get a new EA game. And so during Microsoft's presentation, there's a skateboarding game being displayed. And so everybody's like, Skate 4, Skate 4, Skate 4. Them to find out, it's not a Skate Four. Not even made by the same people. Not the same thing. But just the hype around the skateboarding game in general just shows that there's proof that Skate Four will make money. And I think EA just one one of these days need to realize that just go ahead and put a team together. Give us the same exact team and just give us Skate Four. Just a new map, new challenges, new ideas, and just the ability to play with our friends. That's re- really all we ask for. Skate 3 is outdated. We've done all these maps before. We've skated every single spot on here. And the community is still large. You can still see clips of Skate 3 being posted every day. So why not give us a brand new skate game, a skate idea, and we can have fun with that. Okay, next we have our worst albums of the year. My worst albums of the year. Uh, Last week I gave you my best albums of the year. So... This year, I mean, this week, I'm gonna do the worst albums of the year. I, yeah, the year is almost over. We, I think, who drops today? I think 21 Savage and maybe Offset. I don't know. Maybe Offset. I'm tired of hearing about Offset and this Cardi B thing. That's a whole scandal to me. It's like, I don't even think it's real. Like, the way it's playing out and th- it's just, it doesn't seem real to me i've seen i watch wrestling a, a lot and i know what's real and fake at this point so 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 fake so yeah uh, i think offset and 21 savage dropping today i don't know who else is dropping today um so yeah their albums can't be critiqued for this list but i think the list is complete without them because i don't think they will probably make this list, list anyway because i'm very very picky about my music so before i get started with the list let me go with my honorable mentions i'm gonna go with kamikaze by eminem not a big fan of eminem uh not gonna talk too much on that that album was kind of eh. and i heard a take heat beat i heard him rapping like one of the amigos or young thug or whatever no that wasn't it bro that wasn't it bro Next, we uh, honorable mention. We have Nicki Minaj's Queen album. Nicki Minaj is just the way she raps. It's just not for me. I think it's pretty whack. She didn't get a number one album. Then the way she handled about not having a number one album was very whack and cheesy. And her album really fell off. Nobody's doing it. Her her tour got canceled because nobody bought tickets. Like, oh my goodness, I'm. Not wishing for her downfall, but I'm just happy reality is kicking in for artists like her. Uh, who else on oh, my honorable mentions? Designer, I believe his album was called L.O.D. I don't have his album mentioned in my notes. So, yeah, I'm a big designer. Well, well, I'm a designer fan. I like Designer, but that album wasn't really slapping like that. I really wish it did. Maybe I need to go back and listen to it. I didn't give it that much of a chance, but uh, I wish Designer did better. And... Lil boat 2. I don't want. We, 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 well, both Lil Yachty albums can both make this list of honorable mentions. I feel like Lil Yachty should focus more on like he, he. Both albums have hits, right? But here's the thing about Lil Yachty's hits: they're so great, but his bad songs are so bad that they offset. No QC reference that they, they offset. So I really wish that he would have all his good songs on one tape so we can say yadi tape slaps because i'm pretty sure he's sitting on these songs because he records so much that's how qc rove where they can drop a tape every month if they have to because that's just they all believe about quantity over quality so i really wish yadi would take the time to just focus on a select group of songs and give us the best songs that he have versus given it's about like a lot of these, I feel like some of them are throwaways, really just these singing songs I'm really not a fan of anymore. Early yaddy I was, but now it's starting to get annoying. So, yeah, that's my honorable mentions list. But let's get into the worst albums of the year. It's 10. It's 10 of them. I gave you 10 positive albums last week. So this week I'm going to give you 10 of the worst albums of the year. First, we got Nasir by Nas. Not a fan of the album, I thought. It was going to be very great because Kanye produced it. And he was really really doing good with everything that came out of Daytona. Well, they weren't in Daytona. I don't know why I said Daytona. Everything that came out of Wyoming, everything that came out of Wyoming was really dope. So I was just hoping for that to be really, really great. Like, nah, it's like we've been waiting for it. And now I told us this, this album was done two years ago on DJ Khaled's album, but when we finally got to hear that album, it wasn't dope. And so, ah, I don't know. That was one of the biggest disappointments to me. Then Jay Z and Beyonce dropped like a day after his album dropped. That took all the hype away, which is kind of funny to me. I didn't even like Jay Z and Beyonce's album. That's, what, that should be one of my honorable mentions. But it's not, not even gonna do that because I didn't listen to it enough. Not for me, single male. So, yeah. Nas no, album, it just wasn't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He has the same flow since Illmatic. He ain't rap this is boring. It's just it's just not good. It sounded like he wasn't in the studio with Kanye when they made these beats. It sounded like Kanye sent him these No, it sounds like this is what it sounds like. It sound like Nas was rapping. He already had his vocals laid. And Kanye said, okay, let me produce music behind these vocals. And that's what we got. That's that's what that album sounds like. And so the album really doesn't get played by me. And that's just me being honest. To be real with you. Next on this list, we have Culture 2 by Migos. Culture 2 just went double platinum, which is great. Shout out to Migos for that. But let me tell you why this is, not the, uh, this is not the album that I wanted. Okay, one is too long. Way too long for Amigos album. Don't need that many songs. Two, not too long before that, we got QC, the QC label tape, Quality Control. If you don't know who's on QC, it's Amigos, Little Baby, Lil Yachty, and City Girls. City Girls wasn't popping when that tape dropped, so it's one City Girls song. The rest of them is Amigos, Lil Yachty, Little Baby. So really, we just got a, a tape full of Amigos. So why give us another one the next month? That's very, very long. Like at that point, I was tapped out of listening to brand new Migos music. And we just really tired of them. They they overdoing themselves, they overplaying themselves. They destroying their old music so fast. So yeah, that didn't really pop to me. Then a lot of the songs were Quavo based, not a big fan of Quavo anymore. And so, all of those songs were pretty, like, and eh, annoying. They do have some gems on there, some hidden gems on there. A lot of people didn't make it towards the end of that album because it's so, 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 so long. But, the, the, like, if if I was to make a playlist of all the gems on Migos 2, I mean, yeah. on, not on Migos 2, but Culture 2, you'd be like, oh, how could you say this album is bad? That's because I weeded out all the bad songs. I hate... I hate the Walk It, Target song. That song is so annoying. It was bad when I first heard it. It popped because of Drake in the video. But besides that, that song is whack. Stir Fry was cool. But, I mean, we not really listening to nothing else on that album. I think the girls love bad bitches only, but nah. Not here for it. Album was whack. Album was buns. But it's Double Platinum, so shout out to them for that. Next is Kyoto by Tiger. Don't know if you noticed or not, but this is an R&B album Yeah, don't know why that dropped either So <laughs> Don't know why that dropped at all I don't know why I listen to it I listened to it to Troll, I guess I don't know, I listen to every Tiger album Because every now and then he might have a good song But R&B from Tiger? Why? Like, why? We didn't need that, bro we did we don't need tiger music but just rb like there was a video of him singing burn or confessions at a concert i don't know if you guys saw that or not but nah bruh that ain't it like uh uh-uh. i don't know who's confirming this who's releasing this who's in the studio He got so many yes men around him tiger just going out bad bro that ain't it next on the list gotta move past that t- oh tiger what uh uh-uh. next on the list is rich the kid with the world is yours that that album I think it had hype behind it. He I think Rich did some interviews for it. I don't remember. Yeah, I think Rich did some interviews for it because it was hype behind it because he had New Freezer that dropped earlier this year. A lot of you probably already forgot about that song because music the way like music works for us and Tom, um Everything is so quick. Everything flies by so quickly. But yeah, New Freezer and the challenge that was earlier this year, believe it or not, the challenge remade the song "Popping." The song was out like the last September, October to be honest with you. And like actual Rich the Kid fans were already listening to it. But when the challenge came out, you know how challenges do. Blow things up, past way beyond proportion. So since the challenge was out, I think Rich believed he had people checking for his music and he had new fans i don't think that was true so what ended up happening was the album i I, i'm gonna say it flopped i don't think it was a good album it was whack to me so yeah yeah but shout out to rich the kid he's been around since migo's days if you guys didn't know that like migo's versace days rich the kid has been around since then like he kind of was growing up with the Migos, but he didn't, pop, he didn't pop as fast as the Migos did. Maybe in the pop world, because I remember. I think he had a song with Katy Perry. I don't remember. It was a pop star. I know he had a song with a pop star, like, years back. But, yeah, Rich the Kid is just now blowing, and people are just now knowing who he is. But, yeah, he been around for a minute, but that album wasn't it. I like New Freezer, but that album wasn't it. New Freezer made Jay-Z's list. That's crazy. But, yeah, that album... Nah. Next on that list, we got Dex Meets Dexter. Shout out to famous Dex. I like Dexter. He's popular. I don't know. Is he popular? I don't know. A lot of you probably don't even know who he is. But Dex, Dex is dope. But the album, I wasn't a fan of it. I, maybe I'm not a fan of Dexter's solo music. Uh, The single off of that album was the song with Asap Rocky. That song was dope. I, yo, that song was amazing. I got a drop of songs on the year list. That's coming next week. Songs of the Year. By jones.com. Yeah. So, yeah, the album, uh, I think the same thing with him. Like, based off the, what's the hype around that song? I don't know. I mean, there no hype around that song. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what y'all listen to. So, after uh, the hype from, after leaving with that single and it was pretty dope or whatever, got good reviews from the single. I guess he thought the album or the album was supposed to pop or whatever. It It didn't. I wish it did, but it didn't, and yeah, and here it is on this list, because it just wasn't good, bro. I think that entire class, was Rich and Dex in the same class? I don't know. Freshman class, that is, when it comes to XXL. I don't know. I just feel like um, the era where Dexter came in, I think a lot of them are fading out very, very quickly, like very, very quickly. So, yeah, we gotta be on the lookout for artists like Dexter and Rich because they don't need to fall off at all because they bring so much positive energy and positive vibes to the rap game that we really don't see in a lot of places. So yeah, we need to keep them around. I'll keep them around for a minute. Next, we have DJ Esco with Escobar. A lot of y'all probably ain't heard this tape. A lot of y'all probably have. I probably forgot about it It was a DJ Esco tape, clearly And who does DJ Esco mess with? Future So really, it's a future-based project But it sounds like a bunch of future throwaways I can't even name you a song on here I think Future and Thug had a Well, I think Thug was on a few songs as well And I'm a big Thug fan So the fact that I I don't even remember what songs was on there By Thug nor Future That's sad Like I don't think anybody can name me those songs, to be honest with you. At all. Like, uh uh-uh, that tape wasn't it. Esco, I feel like Esco's fell off. Like, him and Metro, like, Metro, his latest tape was dope. I I think Metro disappeared for a minute, and I think that was intentional, but I think, I really do think Esco fell off. Like, nobody's really checking, nobody's mentioning Esco anymore. I don't know, maybe Future got to. Drop another classic with him or something, but yeah. Esco and Escobar, that one it. That one it at all. Moving right along past that. Since I don't want to stay too long on that. It was Wale's album called Self Promotion. It was probably an EP. And I think it had a song with Cole. If this is a, I think this is I'm talking about the right tape. Nah, like people hate Wale for some strange reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I like Wale. Wale ain't did nothing. to Nobody, but that album. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. Like I guess, cause this is what artists do. They drop little EPs to get ready for the album or whatever. And that didn't. That didn't. No, like. A lot of us don't even remember that i think it was yeah i think they had a song called freestyle it was a freestyle song and it was just whack bro like sorry wale i'm a, I'm a fan but that little ep album whatever you want to call it it ain't it we don't do mixtapes no more so everything that dropped this year i think can make this list uh next after wale we're gonna, we gonna go with nav first time i ever heard nav was beebs in a trap and i'm a, like and i was a big fan of that song I'm like one of my favorite songs ever. Like I love Beebs in the Trap" by Travis Scott, and I think Nav really made that song lit. Like it was amazing. I thought Nav was gonna be a good artist the first time I heard him. Like he dropped, I think he dropped something with Metro Boomin last year, and that tape was just so so bad. And the thing was, everything I've ever heard by Metro Boomin was just bad. Like an actual like an actual album before this one this year. Every time Metro Boomin name was on an album, I just always thought it was gonna be bad. So. I wasn't blaming Nav, you get what I'm saying? Like I, I couldn't blame Nav, I really couldn't, until I heard this tape, and it wasn't like a Metro Boomin' based tape, and it was still bad. So yeah, can't really do that for Nav. Gotta make the list, bro, gotta make the list. Gotta make better music. i just not a fan of Nav. Like Every time I hear it now, I just think how, how wacky it is. And the fact that he signed to The weekend is just beyond me. I just don't understand what people or the weekend seeing him. He looks funny. He sounds funny. It's just, uh-uh. Next on the list, we have The World on Drugs with Future and Juice World. Oh, my goodness. I think Juice World is an industry plant. I really do. I'm not a fan of Juice World at all. I think his album, well, this album was just ruined completely by Juice World because I'm not a Future fan. But the future music on this was dope. Like, it was real dope. But then, like, you had to listen to verses by Juice World and just music, but it's just so, so bad. Like, oh my goodness. I'm I just not a fan. Like, Juice World's album would have made this list if I listened to Juice World's album. I just refuse because I don't believe, like, I don't know where he came from. I don't know where Juice World is from. I don't know what made Future do a tape with him. I don't know, Juice World is just so bad. And I don't know what he promotes, I don't know what he does. It's just just bad music every time I hear him. It's annoying, his voice is bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Juice World. Not a fan of that tape. Just a bad tape to me. So yeah, I gotta put that on here. Not really blasting that tape no more. And then finally, the last album on this list, this will make 10. Is Quavo, Huncho. A lot of you heard this album. There was a lot of hype around this album. It debut, number two, that's how much hype was around this album. How far did it drop? Who knows? Like I don't even know if it's still on Billboard 200. This album was so, so bad. Can't really tell you a song off this album. The singles off this album was bad. Everything about this album was just so, so bad. I know one person who likes this album, and I don't know if he likes it because he's trolling, or what? It's just a bad album. Solo Quavo, like, like Quavo, Quavo by himself, is just so so bad. Like, <sighs> just not a fan whatsoever. Like, whatsoever. So yeah, we gonna need Quavo to stop um, making music by himself he needs the Migos more than the Migos need him because Takeoff album was, is amazing. It got great reviews. It's doing quite well in these streets. Unlike Quavo's album, everybody's waiting on Offset's album. Everybody thinks it's going to do pretty well. And so, yeah, like nobody's really checking for Quavo anymore because that album was buns. If you drop something tomorrow, nobody would care. Nobody would because Huncho was just so bad. So Quavo got some making up to do as an artist to get really better as a solo artist. I mean he's he's cool for features for the popular community, but like real Migos fans and real Atlanta fans, not really a fan of Quavo or Quavo Huncho. It debut number two. It debut number two, but so did Take Off. So I don't know if that's really saying much because Takeoff don't even have the same hype that Quavo has. And for Quavo and Take, I mean, for Takeoff to also debut what Quavo did. And Nicki Minaj also debut number two for autumn. The debut number two, I think that means something more so to Takeoff's career than you know what. I think it's about round even. It, it means that Uh can you say Takeoff is as big as Quavo and, and Nicki? I don't know. Well, sales wise, uh, well, charting wise, yes, he's as big and as good. Uh, well, currently this year, but besides that, uh. I oh, no! I'm just saying Quavo's falling off far, far, bad, bad, bad. So yeah, um, my worst albums of the year. We're going to go back through this list again. We got Nas with Nasir. We got Culture 2 by Migos, Tigers, Kyoto, Rich The Kids, The World Is Yours, Famous Dex, Dex Meets Dexter, DJ Esco with Escobar, Waleigh, Self Promotion, Nob with Reckless, Future, and Juice World with World on Drugs, and Quavo Huncho. And moving on. Okay, so this next topic is uh, maybe controversial. It depends on who you ask. I don't think it's very controversial. I think it's something that we need to start talking about more and more as this whole gender conversation and just talk just progresses when it comes to the, I I don't know if you consider them part of the LGBT community. I guess yes. Yeah, they're they're the T. So, transgenders are just people who identify as something differently than what they were born as. Um, Yeah, you had a right to be whatever you want to be called. And so, I just don't reference anybody. I just say, hey, like everybody gets bruh, sis to me. I don't do him, his, or hers, or whatever. I don't have time to deal with every single person that I come up upon. And I saw something that said, uh, y'all call kids, like, they call something, it's like, they say something, I think it said something about, you've been calling your boy by his nickname his whole life when you know his real name, so it shouldn't be hard to do, uh, people's, like, proper pronouns, but I don't even think that's a good reference, because it's hard to call certain people by their real names when you've known them by their nickname for so long. So if you, you've known what a he, him, or her, or his look like, like a, a dude looks like for your, like your whole life, and that is dude wants to be referenced as a chick, it's going to be complicated just off initial reaction to properly calling them by their pronouns. And I think... The fact that I say they say intentionally misgendering somebody is a hate crime. I think that's a reach. That's definitely a reach. I don't know. That's really not what I want to talk about when it comes to transgenders today. The the thing is transgenders in sports, okay? So We all know that men and women are built differently. We all know that men and women are built differently. We all know that males and females are built differently. I'm gonna say it one more time. We all know that males and females are built differently. Physically, males have an advantage. Not every single time, but as a widespread for the species, yes, we do. that's just the physical advantage. Not saying that I'm stronger than every woman out there, but it's just looking at athletics wise, you can see records, okay? So the fastest man alive, the record for that is better than the fastest woman alive. And it's really like that in all sports, like the man records when it comes to speed, strength, And everything the male records are are better than the woman records and so athletically when it comes to top pure competition men are better than women Um, when it comes to professional level uh, there was a thing where Serena and Venus Williams said they were so good that they could be any male in tennis outside of the top 200 right mind you the top 200 males that's still pretty far down out of ranked players like professional players 200 you get what i'm saying like roger federer would probably dominate the like 200 guy. Yeah, you get what i'm saying so um there was a tournament where they played the 203rd player right serena and venus williams the two of the greatest women's tennis players ever serena i i I'm not, not even going to say arguably. She is the greatest woman's tennis player ever. Uh, they were both dominated by this male player, ranked 203rd. And he said he didn't even play his hardest to make it interesting, to be honest with you. He said they're just not as strong, they're not as quick. He said there's things that men do when they play that women don't do. So it just... He dominated so bad, and he said that they wouldn't even beat the next 200 players. So he said maybe outside of the top two, like the top 400, they have a chance. He said maybe. He said, but like honestly, they're they just not, it's not saying they're not good enough, but I mean, in a sense, they're just not good enough. Like they're dominant women, they're dominant in the women's division, but like once you realize that talent that talent difference is something serious, and then the women's national soccer team lost the women's national soccer team in America, right? Let's let's throw this out there. They are they won gold last year. Well, last, I think World Cup or Olympics, I don't remember. They won goals. So they're the best woman in the world. That's what I'm really trying to say. The best woman in the world. The best woman's soccer team in the world that has ever that have been put together, right? The best. The best. They lost to a 14 year old. The 14 year old US team. A bunch of high schoolers. Was it 14 to 16? I don't know. They also a bunch of high schoolers, a bunch of high school teenage kids, like boys. Like they were dominated. Like I think they lost five two. Woman, grown woman, lost to a high school team of some of the like the U.S. best soccer players, like the boys. Now, if you don't know anything about U.S. men's soccer, our team is trash. Like we stand no chance against some of the best players in the world, and so our. That's our like our national men's soccer team, so not even a teenager. The teenage team is worse than the, like the men's soccer team. and so th- for the woman to lose to the teenage team so bad, it just'm not saying, yeah, I'm saying it, like women and like women playing men in sports, it just I see a rare chance where a woman has a chance of dominating the man's sport, and it's not me being sexist. It's just based off what I've seen statistically and numbers wise and what they're capable of doing and what men are capable of doing, capable of doing. And that's just me being honest. And so the the real topic is here is transgenders in women's sports. So as time moves on, we're going to have a lot of men trans form I, I guess i can say transformers of the woman gender uh and so they're going to be i don't i don't know like they're going to be making this argument as they should be competing as a woman and so they still have the male body parts male physique and so these male players will be dominant in these women's sports. I think it was a high school transgender boy was racing against a woman and I think it was like setting records, just dusting the girls, just in like high school, like just dominating already. So um let's let's take let's say Kyrie Irving or LeBron. La- nah. Yeah, let's let's take Kyrie Irving, right? Let's say he decides to come out as transgender. And technically, that will make him a woman. And I think that will qualify him to be in the WNBA. Do you know what type of numbers Kyrie Irving will put up in the WNBA? You have to realize that the men's, the the NBA players are a lot taller than WNBA players. Like, the tallest WNBA player is like 6'6'6'7. that is LeBron James's height. Can you imagine LeBron James in the WNBA? Most WNBA players don't even dunk on a consistent basis. A lot of them can't dunk. There's NBA players dunking from the free throw line. Like NBA players are doing ridiculous stuff. They're faster, they're stronger, they dribble a lot better. The woman, maybe I think they I think the women shoot a better percentage, but they shoot with a smaller ball, and I don't think their line is as far. It's they don't they don't even it's just it just wouldn't even be fair. You get what I'm saying? So I think when it comes to sports, I think transgenders should play in their cisgenders. Like when it comes to um, what am I trying to say? Which league they play in, or which like area of competition I think they should play in their cisgender category because I don't feel like it's fair. Let's say you have a daughter and she's she's playing sports and like let's say she's playing basketball or whatever and like this th- she's in middle school, right? So kids they grow like it's a lot of tall middle schoolers. So this six four six five transgender kid like was born a dude, but he had now identifies as a girl in like middle school, about 12, 11, 13. And he's playing on the woman's team. Well, technically she, she's playing on a woman's team. Do you think that your daughter would stand a chance? Not even close, like no, nobody. The woman don't stand a chance against the man when it comes to playing like athletically because of like, I think uh, science, the way we're built. So I really believe that you men must be playing or boys. Yeah, males should play in their cisgender sport. I don't feel like if you don't make it as a male, you're not good enough to be with the men's. You should have the opportunity to play with the women's. Like, I don't feel like that's fair at all. Now, I do think if we had some transgenders in the WNBA, that would make the league a lot more interesting. I honestly think over time the league is going to get interesting because I don't know if you've seen that clip of that six-one chick who's playing. She's dominating basketball. She's playing like the dudes. And I, I I think I said like a few months ago, the WNBA is going to get interesting when we start training, the, training these, these players in middle school and high school, these women players like the men. When I was in high school or just... just In general, the women players, they were taught to play like women. So they don't dribble with the same finesse. They don't play with the same finesse and skill and physique. They don't have the same footwork that the men do. Like, I don't want to say they don't work as hard. They just work differently. So they're not playing with the same, they're playing with fundamentals, basically. The women are taught fundamentals, the men are taught style and Finesse and things like that So since the women are taught Just fundamentals That's one thing that bores fans Fundamentals So watching most women WBA games You're just watching fundamentally fundamental basketball And it, it seems like it lacks style Or whatever because There isn't really too much different styles Even though if you watched it enough You would see it But it doesn't feel that way And the average fan doesn't know that So I feel like um, in the near future, we're gonna have a lot more women that that are playing like men, who who have better crossover. They're more athletic because each generation is becoming more athletic, men as well. But yeah, we're gonna have a lot more women who's more athletic with more crossovers and step backs and jumpers and and dunks. Like we're gonna we're gonna be seeing posters in WNBA in like the next ten years if it's still around. We want to be seeing posters. We want to see people with Steph Curry range shooting ridiculously. And I think that type of basketball will bring fans to the seats to see women go out there and go crazy. Like, the day we have a women's dunk contest, oh, my goodness, the water go nuts. You're going to see a one-hand dunk. You're going to see a two-hand dunk. You're going to see a 360. And, like, the 360 is going to get, like, 50, like, oh my goodness, she jumping I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking at this point but, yeah, like hopefully we don't, like hopefully the transgender world doesn't mess up women's sports honestly, because a woman transgendering into a man honestly, I don't think we'll see any of them in the NBA I highly doubt it Um, but, vice versa, it it in the in WNBA I don't feel like it'd be fair cuz the first 7 footer any 7 footer that decides to be transgender can just automatically play in the WNBA and dominate because he I I guess you would call it the Will Chamberlain effect where he's drastically taller than the rest of the competition or she's drastically taller than the rest of the competition so I don't feel like that's fair to women's sports and I just feel like we don't really need that in competition so yeah that's really all i have to say on that subject and yeah moving on uh to the final and last topic new year's new year's is coming up soon, soon 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 uh i think we got two more weeks two more weeks until the new year 2019 is coming and uh i don't know I'm, i think i'm excited i don't know another year to be alive i guess i'm happy pretty dope um so uh probably was gonna wait till next week but nah we're, we're gonna talk about it today some new year's resolutions i think you should start you should start 2020's new year's resolutions at the end of 2018 like, to, like i feel like you should prepare for everything a year in advance. so My 2018 plan was planned in 2016 and I kind of accomplished it. I told myself if I wasn't driving at UPS, then I'm quitting. I was like, I told him I'd give him two more years in 2016. So I told myself and I gave him two more years and I ended up leaving. And I'm very happy about that. So I like to make plans 2 years in advance. So but uh, I think that's just a little advice for everybody who like to give themselves new year's resolutions and whatnot. It's very very good advice um that way. That's just it's it's, it's a long term uh, long long-term short-term goal uh for okay like okay because yeah you need long-term short-term goals because like short-term goals are normally like two months and long-term are like five to ten years but you need long-term long-term short-term goals which is like on the two-year basis whatever so you can plan your life out a little bit now everything's not gonna go exactly how you planned it to go but it's like a a, a stepping point like a checklist. Of, Or a guided direction. Almost like a map to make sure you know you're going or headed in the right direction. Like, there will be setbacks or whatever. But just, I think, having a a goal about a year or two in advance, you can plan properly and do things right. So, I wish I would have wrote some resolutions down. But I'm just going to do these off top. Because yeah. I'm just gonna do them off top. So for next year we're gonna do well, I'm only doing twenty nineteen because long term, short term goals I like to keep personal. So twenty nineteen I do first let's talk about twenty eighteen. Uh what, what another one of my goals was um Okay, I wanted to gain fifteen pounds. I did that. I now weigh one eighty. My goal is to get another 15 pounds and hit that gym again for 2019 and I can be 195 because people tell me I still look skinny at 180 and I think I feel skinny a little bit but yeah I uh, yeah I want to get to 195 maybe just 190 I don't I don't really know yet it depends on how I look how I'm built really once I start in that gym again uh things would be better but 2019 uh what else 2018 um i just really want to become a happier person uh it was a tough year for me so um real tough year for me it started off well but then like towards the middle everything went down yeah so yeah we're really picking it back up towards the end towards the end everything is really going a lot lot better so yeah picking that back up uh really want next year 2019 to be more positive. That's my goal, just to be more positive and keep positivity in your life. Like keep positive people around. Shout out to my friend Cynthia like she she's always being positive. I think everybody should go follow her on Instagram if you need positivity in your life. Her Instagram is let me search it for you. It is I. I'm Akusa. I'm A K O S U A underscore. I repeat. I'm A as an alpha K O S U A underscore, and go follow her. And she keeps positivity at all times. Um, she keeps God in her life, and I think that's also a good thing to do. Uh, have a relationship with God. And just staying positive about any and everything. And I understand that it can be complicated at times because things all go so bad and you focus so much on the negative. But nothing's really ever as bad as it seems. I trust and believe that. Like, nothing is really ever, ever as bad as it seems. A lot of problems can be fixed with money. A lot of problems can be fixed with just hope. And a lot of things you really can't do anything about. So sometimes you just got to let go and let God and think, put your hands in God's life. I mean, put your life in God's hands. (laughs) Yeah, put your life in God's hands and just really sit back and relax and just enjoy life. Like, I don't think we're put here to stress our whole time. You know, I think we're put here to enjoy the things that we have and to take care of the things that we have and just appreciate every single day that we're living because every day is a blessing you know so um yeah that's one of my biggest goals to just appreciate life more and just appreciate every single day that i'm living every day by day and uh enjoy enjoy new people enjoy the people that you already have in your life like really show more love like that's another goal for me just to show love to people that you already know that you, you've known for a minute. Y'all may not even be that close, but the fact that you know who this person is and you, you like what they're doing or y'all are just friends and y'all have a good relationship, just to be able to just send a text and say, I love you and it not be weird. Just share love with people. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to tell people you love them because every day is not promised. So, the, like, just appreciate more people. Um, make more time for people. Because the more people you have around in life i think the happier you, you will be if you're a people person i don't know not everybody's a people person i think i just like being around people i like being around family i like spending time around family so try to try to connect that put that more into my life i think that's one of my goals for the next year just to be happier you know um just find things that make you happy if you like reading books join a book club talk about things that you like what other people i think the anime world like a lot of them are the happiest because they they do so many things anime related they have these conventions they they cosplay they dress up you know just things that are fun that people like regular people outside of that world wouldn't normally do just don't be ashamed of who you are like whatever you like like it own it you know what i'm saying like for me a lot of my friends are different they like different things and What I do is I'll talk about them for it, but at the end of the day, I'm like, bro, as long as you like what you like, bro, just do you. You get what I'm saying? Just do you, and that's another thing. Do you? Just do you. Don't worry about what everybody else has to say. A lot of people like may say negative things about you. Don't worry about it. That means they're watching you. It don't even matter if they watch you or not. Just do you, because they they don't determine. Your happiness, you determine your happiness, and that's something you have to realize. Um, even when it comes to your parents, just make sure, and parents aren't stopping your happiness. Just every now and then, just tell your parents you love them, and they do question you. Like why are you saying this? Just send love to your parents. Just send love to any and everybody you can. Give out more hugs. You know what I'm saying? Just hug people, and just smile more. And I think just. Just doing things to just bring positivity in life, and I know I'm saying this sounds very cliche, but I feel like it works. Just because you never, because honestly, you never know what people are going through. So just to tell somebody that you love them, or tell them you think they're beautiful, tell them you think they're dope. Like just get, just compliment people, and when you put that smile on their face, it's gonna make you feel better inside. And people are gonna love you a lot more for just being that great person around. You know what I'm saying? And please let it be genuine. Like one thing I don't do is compliment people. I don't like I'm not a fan of. Like if I think something is whack, I'll say it. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I'ma gonna, I'ma gonna say that something is whack. I'm gonna I'm not. I don't know. I don't I might say that I don't like something, you get what I'm saying? But, like, that's I I think being, yeah, being honest that's another thing. Um, I'm gonna try to do more, to be honest. I think I'm very quite brutally honest, to be honest with you. But I just wish that I could be more honest. You get what I'm saying? And more honest with people. Another one of my resolutions for next year is uh, my dating life. I have this thing called "leave that girl alone." Okay, it's something I've been going through as of late. Um, so I'm a I'm a great person. I like to toot my own horn. I'm not gonna say I don't like to toot my own horn. I like to toot my own horn. Believe in yourself, if you don't, nobody else will. So I'm a great person. So I believe that when I talk to a lot of women, they see women's 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 a lot of women they see that i'm a great person too and so a lot of them think i'm pretty good i'm pretty great so i ended up i end up um getting to a lot of situations with women that i don't want to be in and it's not saying that uh it's not like any attack or anybody anything like that but i don't know like sometimes I'm still trying to figure out if I want to be with this person. You know what I'm saying? I'm just casually dating. That's what I should say. And so sometimes I'll be casually dating, and the person that I'm casually dating really wants, like, something out of me. And sometimes I can't really—I'm not in a position for that, you know? And so now I'm not even in the mood to casually date, you know? I have this thing called Leave That Girl Alone, so— leave like what that what that's really about is when you see a beautiful person you just leave them alone like acknowledge their beauty if you want to tell them they're beautiful tell them they're dope but don't bother trying to date that person or trying to talk to that person because everybody's not meant for you you get what i'm saying I understand like I may be missing out on somebody who could potentially be my wife, who could potentially be my soulmate, but if it comes, it comes, let it come naturally. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't enter somebody's life just to be there temporarily. You get what I'm saying? And they may not be your attention, but you don't you don't know. You get what I'm saying? And I'd rather let that person be and leave that person alone, as in leave that girl alone, rather than Probably mess up like get her frustrated or get her angry or upset or whatever you know just leave her alone that's just one of my goals for uh next year i think that's a very good thing to just follow and i think a lot of people should have that mindset be like woman too like yeah like you find that guy attractive or whatever but you don't know him. Like, do you really want to deal with that? Are you like a lot? A lot of times, like, are you even in the mood to date? Like, are you even? In, are you ready for a relationship? Now, I'm. I'm a big person of. You never know when you're ready for a relationship, and it happens. If you know, you know. If it happens, it happens. You know what I'm saying? But. We know that a lot of times we're not emotionally right, or mentally right, or mentally prepared to go through things that a relationship is bound for and i don't think a relationship should cause stress i think that should be a place of happy happiness and endearment i understand hard times will come but hard times shouldn't come like in conversation they should come due to struggles that you two have maybe financially or scheduling or something like that but like when you two should be around each other just talking to each other i think that should be the happy place with your significant other. I don't think it should be a place of stress or anything like that. Like, yeah, I can understand. Like, they could annoy you sometimes or stress you out because, I mean, that's the person you plan on being with for a long time, hopefully forever. Just significant others in general. But I think for the most part, like, you should be happy when you see a significant other. You should love them and show them uh, tons of love. And you should just be glad to be around that person so um until i find that person i'm just you know with this leave that girl along movement yeah no, that's not saying i won't really talk to anybody but it's more so i'm gonna let more things happen naturally instead of going out of my way you know what i'm saying sometimes i initiate it but i mean who, you, you i don't know I'm just rambling at this point. That's the goal for 2019. Leave that girl alone. I think a lot of people, men in particular, should uh, go for it. And when you're not really worried about women or trying to talk to this girl or worry about this girl, which I really don't be a lot of times, sometimes, you know. But I think just life goes by easier like you just worrying about nothing and you can do what you want on your own schedule and own planning and i just i just find peace in that you know which is another 2019 goal find peace in life itself just find your own peace find your happy place find what makes you happy i feel like a lot of this is redundant but just find your own peace find out what you really like and just stick to that don't don't like a lot of people say you need to get out your shell and break your shell for what? Like if getting out of your shell annoys you or doing this annoys you or doing that annoys you, then don't do that. Do what makes you happy. Do what gives you inner peace. And for me, this podcast is talking. It, it gives me the same freedom that old Twitter used to have because now Twitter is just, It's very cliche if you ask me. I'm only on Twitter for the jokes at this point. I don't really go to, I hate Twitter advice and things like that. So my goal on Twitter is just to look for jokes and like sports videos and clips and just sports talk, whatever. That's why I go on Twitter for and like just news. But like besides that, I'm not the biggest fan of the Twitter community. Really if I all I follow was like my sports accounts and just I don't know. Like uh, The only reason I can't like get rid of regular people is because they retweet the funny stuff. They bring the funny stuff to my TL. And I don't even retweet anything. Uh, my stuff goes straightly. Uh, I said straightly. Straightly. Is it not even straightly. Straight to the DMs. Um, I have a group DM of all funny Twitter stuff. So, yeah, that's where all my Twitter stuff goes anyway. So, really, I don't even have to be on Twitter. Somebody will find the funny content and put it in my chat. And... That's really it. But, yeah, I like seeing the sports talk and the comments or whatever. But that's about it. Um, So, yeah, find your happy place. So, yeah, I like this because I get to release talk and ideas and whatever. Oh, another thing I like, uh, another resolution for me is to have more conversation. I like to sit down and have conversations with people, which is why I started this podcast. I plan on having conversations with... Um, hopefully Blank Canvas. Hopefully we're going to get her on the show. We're going to have Mir on the show. I think, um, I think Kyla said she wanted to do a show. Uh, I think I'm going to get Kaylin on the show. I'm going to get my boy Tristan on the show, um, one of these weeks. So, yeah, uh. Just to have conversation with people, just sitting down, talking, having conversation about life, different things, just different subjects, different topics, music, sports, life, love, pain, politics, food, whatever, you name it. So just to have that talk with people, you know. So, yeah, that's really one of my goals. I think I've been rambling too long here. I don't even know how long this episode is going. I have no clue. I have no clue. Um, and I got work and like, oh, shit. Oh, watch my mouth. Watch my mouth. I'm funny. So, um, I have like, well, I gotta be working like two, three hours and I ain't even got no sleep yet. So really finna wrap this episode up. Uh, y'all be back next week. I'm gonna have some new year's, uh, new year's Eve ideas and probably a few more topics depending on what happens without throughout the week. I don't know what's gonna happen throughout this week. Last week been pretty dry. I think we got the Cardi B offset news or whatever. I'm not gonna talk about that. Very corny cliche. And uh, I don't know what else happened last week. Last week was pretty dry, news-wise. We got those Ray J glasses. Shout out to Ray J, I need some of those. Um, Who else, what else we got last week? I don't know, last week, media-wise, very, very dry. Very, very dry. So hopefully this week is more entertaining very more entertaining maybe we could have something to talk about if not i'll take more suggestions as i did this week i like having suggestions and things to talk about oh you know what next week i might talk about chris paul okay i like i'm like talking about chris paul so yeah so next week i might talk a little bit of sports um nba on the new year break uh, Got christmas coming too yeah so um yeah so Wrapping this up, Jones.com episode four. I don't even have a title for this. I'm gonna name it Handshakes Hugs. We out of here.